I'm going to say this. I think you guys are going to be big. I think you're, the way you've hosted this podcast, man, this is, I think you guys are going to be big. Hey, Fonsi here with a Fast and Furious episode. Luisa is not here today, so let's get to it. Today, I want to share with you some of the best lessons I've learned after over 300 episodes on how to talk to people, because I honestly believe that great conversations just lead to great opportunities. And at the same time, in the you know, environment of podcasting, it leads to great content. So let's get to it. We've got some hey, this is Fancy, and welcome to the Content is before. Profit podcast. In here, you're going to get the insights, accountability, and drive to create consistently and increase revenue. You'll hear from top entrepreneurs, creators, and anything and everything you need to know about content. All this while having a good time. The goal of this podcast is simple, to entertain, educate, and turn your content into profit. Woo! Let's go. I do miss my brother. I'm not going to lie. We actually, we just came back from a trip from Miami. We went to watch his favorite soccer team play, a Barcelona And it was a great experience. I do not like his team. I do not support it at all. But I gifted him the present of wearing his team's jersey while going to the game. So it was a good time. Um, his team won like 6-0. It was absolutely ridiculous. But let's get to today's main topic, right? I want to share with you some of the best tips I've learned after 300 conversations in this podcast, right? And just so you know, a lot of it, if I compare myself from the very beginning of the podcast to today, I feel like I am a completely different person. Not only because of the lessons I've learned with the guests that have been here, literally like thousands of dollars of free advice that these guests are dropping on the podcast, but also because of the process of putting your thoughts into words and then reflecting on what you said, the amount of growth that is going to lead you to is absolutely amazing. So, First of all, I want to start with this. I truly believe that this is just not the absolute truth on how you should lead all conversations or all interviews, but this is the truth that has worked for us. This is how we have, you know, guided this podcast throughout, again, over 300 episodes, and we have gotten great comments from a lot of our guests. They've literally come back to us and they tell us, Guys, I absolutely love your podcast. This has been one of the most fun podcasts I've ever been to. Guys, you guys ask incredible questions, right? And every single time they they tell us a comment like that, it's just humbling and it's absolutely amazing. And I want to share with you an audio that we got around episode 40 when we had Todd Brown on the show. I mean, again, keeping consideration, that is considered probably the beginning of the podcast still of the journey. And we had the opportunity to bring Todd Brown to the show. If you don't know who he is, he is a legendary direct response marketer. And this is what he had to share with us after the end of the episode. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share this clip with you. It's one of my favorite clips. I have, I have said on my phone. It's one of my favorite ones. And I do listen to it once in a while because it is pretty motivating. So here he goes. The thing that I was going to say is this, and I mean it. You'll, you know, if you if you haven't gotten this from me already, 
uh, know this. I don't say anything that I don't mean. I'm not here to pander to anybody, to the marketplace, to yeah. podcast, to none of that, right? I'm going to say this. I think you guys are going to be big. I think you're, the way you've hosted this podcast, man, this is, I think you guys are going to be big. I Thank really you. do. I think you guys Thank are going to be awesome. And I think if you just keep at it, um, man, I, I'm going to come back on here one day and I'm going to be like, remember when little me came on your show at the beginning and now you haven't forgotten the little guy. And so keep it up. You guys are doing amazing. I can't wait to see what the future holds. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you, Todd. I, we're the world. Yeah, we're going to definitely visit you. So, you know, we're, we're your, your class. Wow. Wow. Oh, every time I hear that audio, I just get goosebumps all over the fact that somebody that we look up, we look up to. You know, after spending about an hour with us chatting, he says something of that nature, so kind and, you know, so real, so honest and, you know, recognizing something within you that honestly, at the very beginning of the podcast, it was even very difficult for ourselves to recognize it in ourselves that, you know, maybe we're actually pretty decent at this thing of podcasting. It feels absolutely amazing. So sometimes when I'm down, I'm not going to lie. I listen to that audio. It is very motivating and it, it, it keeps us going, right? So like he said, if you guys keep up with this and I like to think that we have honored that thought, right? We've kept up with it 300, over 300 episodes at this point. And, you know, there's been many, many lessons. So I want to share with you three of those lessons, right? And these are, these are personal, just so you know. I think my brother might have a a few different ones, uh, uh, a little bit of a different approach. But these are three lessons that I've learned in over 300 conversations on how you can make your conversations incredible. And just so you know, I use these principles not just on the podcast, but I literally use them on my real, in, my, in, in the real world life, right? When I go and meet somebody, when I'm, you know, I love the coffee shop. I love talking to people at the coffee shop. I'm meeting them. I use these concepts every single time. So let's start with number one, which is build rapport. All right. So how do we do this? You want We want to build rapport as fast as possible, as soon as I get with somebody, right? Like what is something that we might find, something that we might have in common, or can I make them laugh? How can I make them feel comfortable, feel at ease of, you know, chatting with two brothers on the other side because guess what it is actually pretty uncommon uh the podcasts that have two co-hosts at the same time interviewing somebody else so we understand that that can be a little bit intimidating so how do we personally do it well we have a few ways right number one is a lot of the times we jump on a pre-call before jumping on the podcast it's like a 15-minute call where we just get to know each other you know, uh, what is it that exactly that you do? What are your goals, etc. right? And those 15 minutes usually go a very long way because next time when you jump for the interview, you are not just meeting the, the that person for the very first time. You're actually seeing them again. And it's like, hey, so nice seeing you again. We're already buddies, right? You're, you're implying, you're accepting that you guys are already friends and it's way easier to move a conversation when everybody in the room feels comfortable and at ease. Now, another way that I really like to do it, if maybe I don't have the chance to jump on that pre-call, that is I do a little bit of digging, right? Uh, you know, if, if you're familiar with the world of sales, prospecting, you don't want to show up just saying something generic. 
you want to show up something that, okay, where, what's relatable? What is something that we might have in common? So, or maybe if we don't, if I don't find anything in common, what is something that I find interesting about them that I can tell that they're passionate about and I can ask them about that because people love to talk about the things they're passionate about. So I go on social media, on their website, right? I do a little bit of digging and I try to find out what is that one thing and I bring it up. I'm going to give an example. Recently, we have uh, we had Phil Agnew on the on the show, right? And he has a great, great marketing podcast called Nudge. And I noticed immediately, I, I hadn't met him before. It was the very first time when we were jumping on the interview. And I noticed that he had an English accent. And I was like, oh, first of all, you have an epic accent. This is so freaking cool. And of course, he laughed at that comment. But that is not something new that he's heard. And then... In my mind, I am a huge, huge football fan, right? Here for my fellow Americans, soccer fan. And London has massive teams. And my personal favorite team is from London. So I told him, hey, by any chance, do you like football, right? I mean, knowing that probably most people in England, they enjoy football. And he's like, yes, absolutely. And I was like, okay, what team do you follow? And I... That question just broke the tension because it allowed him to express in a very confident way and in a funny way as well. He was like, I support the best team in the world. Right? He didn't tell me the name, but since I know there's multiple rivalries in the city, it allowed for a little bit of banter back and forth. And well, it turned out he actually supports um, the one of the biggest rivals from my favorite team so that was pretty funny interaction and then we'll just joke around and the tension was just gone and then another point that really has helped us to build rapport is and i know this might sound a little bit cliche but i think it's cliche for a reason because it works is to relax right a lot of the times we're just tense we are afraid that we might mess up and that happened to me <laughs> trust me i a lot. Sometimes it still happens. And on that clip with Todd Brown that I showed, at the very beginning, I was anything but relaxed. I was so tense. I was so nervous, right? Like, we're going to have this legend on the show. I don't want to mess up. I want to make sure I am asking the right questions. And with time, I relaxed. And, you know, the conversation obviously clearly got way better. But the thing is, when you are relaxed, it is easier for your thoughts to just come to the surface and for you to express them. But when you are stressed or tight, right? You start just overworking the brain. Oh, what am I going to say next? And you stop being present. You stop actually listening to the other person and giving them the attention that they deserve. So relax. Take a deep breath, right? They are not here to judge you. The audience is not here to judge you. You are here to have a great conversation. So relax. Now, point number two. And I love this one. Um, I think we, we've done this one from the very beginning in an unconscious way. But recently, one of our HubSpot Podcast Network coaches, Marion Abrams, she's absolutely amazing. Shout out to her. She told us about, you know, the importance of setting intentions, keeping your audience in mind. What is it that your audience wants to learn? And I think this is very important, right? We always from the beginning had an intention on, on where we want 
to take the conversation, right? And how Stephen Covey uh, shares in the seven habits of highly successful people. One of those is start with the end in mind and just having a, a, a direction for any interaction, I think is key because it is, if you go off road, it's going to allow you to come back. And at the end of the day, have that kind of like shared goal of, hey, we are going here with this conversation. And this might be a little, a little silly, silly example, right? But for example, when I go in there, when I meet somebody in the coffee shop and I introduce myself, I am clear of my intention of, hey, I want to learn what is it that you do to see if I can help you or if see if I can, you know, potentially interview, uh, interview, no, potentially introduce you to somebody else. So Again, that is I, I lead with that intention and it just makes the interaction way easier, right? The other thing is when you set intentions, you stop having the expectations of, oh, is this conversation going to be great or et cetera. Any expectation that you may have, right? You might be anxious and you have some, you know, maybe some negative expectations. But when you set an intention, it just changes everything, right? Because your focus Now is this one point in the timeline that you want to get to. So again, set an intention. And of course, in the terms, in the environment of podcasting, keep the audience in mind. What is it that the audience uh, wants to learn? Or what is it that the audience is massively going to benefit from this conversation? Make that the intention, the focus of the conversation, and then go ahead and, you know, do your thing. <laughs> so what is step number three? And this, honestly, this might be one of my favorite ones. And it is chase your curiosity. Chase your curiosity, right? Yes, we set intentions and we say, okay, this is where we're going. And we have a very beginning a structure in a little bit beginning of our, of our podcast. But anything in the middle for us is curiosity based. And we tell that to the guests. We're like, hey, Look, we're potentially going to go here. This is where we want to go. But honestly, most of the conversation is going to be curiosity-based because a lot of the questions that we have are the questions that the audience might be asking themselves as they're, as they're listening to this. So don't be afraid to ask those questions, right? And I remember we interviewed the head of content of HubSpot a while back And actually, I'm sorry, I, I made a mistake in there. We were interviewing the producer for my first million and he was absolutely amazing. And I remember him saying that one of the hosts of my first million, which for those that don't know, is one of the flagship podcasts of the HubSpot Podcast Network. They get about 2 million downloads per month. They're massive. And this guy said, what makes them so good is that they're not afraid of asking the questions uh, that just surface to their minds, right? That the curiosity brings up that most people usually suppress because they're afraid of either being judged or feel that, you know, that question is not important enough. But this guy says they ask any question, even if it could potentially make the guest uncomfortable, Because guess what? Those are the really, really good questions that are going to make this content extremely juicy. So again, chase your curiosity. And how do we do that? Well, to be to to lean into your curiosity, you got to be present, first of all. Because if you are thinking on what you're going to say next while the your guest is speaking, guess what? 
it's going to be very difficult for you to lean into that curiosity and surface some of these questions because you're not going to be paying attention. You're not going to be receiving the right input. And therefore, the output that's going to come out from you is not going to be the, the right one, right? It's not going to be true to yourself. So again, be present. How I do it personally, I love taking notes. I have kind of like a note system, so I'm not writing down word by word. And that helps me actually just cement it in my in my mind, in my brain, as the guest is sharing. And as he's sharing certain things, questions are just popping in my head and I'm writing them down as well so I don't forget them. And then I just make sure I'm like, hey, this really called my attention and I have to, I have to ask you this, right? And I share my question. Now, um, I already kind of like touch point here in that don't be afraid to ask, right? And dig deeper. That is the other thing. Dig deeper because you can you can find some very interesting things. So those are the three tips, right? For great conversations, great interviews, and great content that I've learned in over 300 episodes. And guess what? I know they sound easy, right? They sound easy in a way, but it's not simple, right? Because at the end of the day, it's consistency and it's practice and you got to do it over and over again. So I invite you, if you've been thinking, wow, should I start a podcast? Should I start a, you know, some sort of interactive piece of content? Do it. Absolutely do it. It is totally worth it. It has changed, honestly, the way I talk to people, the way I share my ideas. And honestly, it has helped me a lot in, in my social life. And of course, in the business. It has helped us grow the business and build incredible relationships. But before I go, I want to share with you a bonus, right? And this bonus is what happens if the conversation becomes a little bit stale, right? What if by any chance you hit a cul-de-sac, right? You hit a point that you cannot keep going. What do we do? Where? Well, where? Well, <laughs> what you can do is have a backup plan, right? And we actually kind of like came a little bit naturally towards this because on the very first episodes, we remember one of our mentors sharing that when he started his podcast, all he did was base the questions that he asked the guests on the Epiphany Bridge story. And for those that are not familiar with the Epiphany Bridge story, it's pretty much the hero's um, the hero's journey, right? That journey where somebody has their backstory, then, you know, find some of the challenges, they hit a wall, and then they find an epiphany. Oh, this is what I'm going to do. And then, you know, it's a constant battle between challenges and solutions, challenges and successes. And then all of a sudden they have an achievement, which is illustrated in two ways. The achievement, the kind of like physical, um, visual achievement of success and the transformation, the in the inner transformation of that person. So obviously that is a very quick kind of like review of the Epiphany Bridge story. Uh, we might do a, a little bit more in-depth episode on that. But for us, right, when we heard our mentor said that those were the questions that he used to ask his guests every single time, we're like, okay, when we started the podcast, we wrote those down. They're like eight questions. And we're like, okay, cool. This is the structure of the podcast. We're going to go, we're going to start with their backstory. Then we're going to ask him about what is that one challenge that was the biggest wall in their, in, in their life. And then what was the epiphany? Well, it turns out we didn't stick to that at all. 
we we barely use that script ever but we still have it in there because there has been some occasions where we're having great conversations but guess what sometimes the conversation just gets again to that point of no return or a point where you're like oh i don't know how to follow up with this i don't know how to move the conversation forward and what we do is we use the epiphany bridge story as a guide as a backup plan so depending on you know where we are in the conversation we say, ooh, let's ask them about that epiphany that they had that changed their life forever. Or what was that wall that they hid before they found that epiphany? Or if we are, you know, pretty far into the conversation, we might just ask them, so, you know, what was success for you? How did success look like? Did success change you, right? We, again, we lean into those questions and those questions help us kickstart everything again and it is absolutely amazing so those are the three tips and the bonus i'm gonna repeat them real quick build rapport set the intention chase your curiosity and just in case have a backup plan so let me know if you enjoyed this episode we are trying some new things with the fast and furious episodes over here um and with that being said guys Thank you so much. I really appreciate you for tuning in. We're here with us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to share it and follow us on social media at Co. And if we help you move one step closer towards your goal, please, please leave a five-star review. See ya.